And we are live. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Fresh Air Podcast. We got a very important episode today. We got Terrence Pop in the fucking house, man. Yep. Let's get into it, guys. Let's go. And we are live, guys. What's up? Welcome to the Fresh Air Podcast. We got a special edition episode it's on Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. Um, as you guys know, the Conference of Masculine Excellence, a.k.a. the CME, is in town. So, you know, as much as the guys, we're trying to do as many interviews as we can with the guys that are in town. Yep. Shout out to Donovan Sharp for setting it up. And we had a great episode yesterday with the Justice League. Uh, we had a bunch of the guys on. We united a bunch of people in the sphere that, you know, otherwise probably would have never come together on one panel, one podcast. It was great. At least 10 of them. Uh, I was trying to get Terrence on yesterday, guys, but, he, you know, he had some things going on. But, hey. Uh, today's episode now. is very important, man, and uh, we're going to cover quite a few things with a few uh, announcements real fast before we get into it. Patreon.com slash Fresh Rate, guys. Go ahead and get all the behind-the-scenes content. Also, Zoom call. I'm thinking Tuesday. Tuesday, we're going to do Zoom call for you guys. As you guys know, we do the after-hour show Monday, Wednesday, Friday. We won't be able to do Zoom call today because we got Minister Jap right after this, and then I got 42 Doug, guys. So we got I got three broadcasts myself, and we got two for Fresh and Fit. So we'll do that Zoom call with you guys on Tuesday night, okay? So check us out over there at patreon.com slash freshfit. Also on Spotify, Google and Apple Podcasts, every single platform you guys listen to podcasts. Check us out over there. there. The link is anchor.fm slash freshfit. Chris, can we add that to the to Yes, there? we can. Yeah. Anchor.fm slash freshfit. I know a lot of you guys like to listen to us uh, audio only. Truckers. So go check it out, man. And then also, guys, get the merch, freshfitpodcast.com, hoodies, t shirts, etc. all there. New designs coming as well. Yes. Um, well. Chris is working on a couple of designs, Clown World, etc. Uh, <laughs> I don't. Are we almost done with them? Yes. Uh, this week, they'll be up. All right. Cool. And then um, also check us out on Fresh and Fit Clips, guys, our other YouTube channel, where we post the best parts of the show, uh, two to ten minute clips. And also check us out on Fresh and Fit Shorts. It is, it is a cloud world, though. Cloud world. Yeah. I use that all the time. It is a fucking cloud world, bro. <laughs> we do live in a fucking cloud world nowadays, man. So uh, then check out our other YouTube channel, guys, Fresh and Fit Shorts. And then also uh, Fresh as a vlog channel. Guys, uh, this week we're starting the live streams once again. So it's going to be crazy live streams with girls, some celebs in there as well. It's going to be lit. Let's check out the channel. 100K in the way. Let's go. <laughs> Hopefully he'll improve his speech on his on his live streams, guys. Of course, of course. Don't worry. And then also check out Fed 8 to 11, guys, where I break down uh, criminal cases on there. I'll do 42 Duck tonight. But fuck all that, man. We got Terrence Pop in the house. We definitely do. An OG in the sphere. A legend. Uh, yeah, in the, in, the, in the manosphere in general, helping guys from putting guns in their mouths. And... Uh, we know who you are, but they might not know who you are. Can you introduce yourself to the audience, please? My name is Terrence Pop. Uh, I run Redonculus.com and SecondClassCitizen.org. And the main mission of that nonprofit is to keep people alive, educate men on the on basically the hostile environment, which is matrimony and the, the basically poison that is being you know spilled forth by the feminists yeah so keep it a thousand yeah man it is so stupid yeah it is it really Uh, is 
Man, it just drives me crazy. So uh, can you give the people, I mean, we know your background. I think the people need to know your background as far yeah. as uh, what you've been through, man, military childhood. service and all the things that you've done. Yeah. Well, a little bit of background on you. Now, when it comes to the military service, <clears throat> I started off at the very, very bottom. E1, straight leg, infantry private. And I show up, here's your rifle, shut the fuck up, you know, and, and, and I was happy doing that job because at the time I thought that's all I could do because I didn't do good in high school. Mm. And then I was identified by the Army Education Program because you have to, you, everyone goes through there because back then the, the Army was building that. Mm-hmm. And it was just beginning. And they made me write an essay and then they called me back three days later and they're like, hey, you have dyslexia. Mm. And I didn't know it. And she's like, how'd you do in high school? And I, and I said, well, I got a 2.51 GPA. I got to put the one in there. Yeah. <laughs> what year is this now? Uh, 86. 86, okay. 86. And uh, she looks at me and she's like, I just want to explain to you the monumental situation you found yourself in. You basically ran the Boston Marathon and came in dead center. And then the guy next to you turns to you and goes, why the fuck do you have an anchor on your back? <laughs> Can you imagine what you... Like, that changed my life. I'm like, holy shit, it's not me. I mean, it is me, but it's something I didn't know, and that that literally lit a fire under my ass. Mm -hmm. After that, I wanted to be an Airborne Ranger. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, I want to be a Green Beret, because if I'm going to be doing combat arms, I want to be the top of the pile. Mm -hmm. And I went through hell. I I can't tell you. And knowing what I know now, Mm -hmm. thinking back on the day, Everyone was like, oh, you're not strong enough. You're too weak. You're not fast enough. You don't have enough endurance. Okay, you should have enlisted for that. You can't get there from here. I mean, I had to go against all of my fellow soldiers, my entire chain of command. You know, I filled out, and the Army is very, very paperwork intensive. So when you fill out a transfer packet out, you know, out of a military unit to another, especially if you want to go up to SOCOM, now, back in the day, the packet for Airborne Ranger was a current Airborne physical. You had to take a PT test and score a 275 in total. That's push-up, sit-ups, and run. And can you break down what Airborne is versus, you know, regular um, well, infantry or whatever, just so people can? Because right, so, we have a lot of international viewers or guys that might yeah, not be familiar with uh, Amer- um, armed combat in the military in the U.S. Yeah, if, if you're straight-leg infantry, you know, and you go to war, they usually take you there in the ship. Mm-hmm. You get your equipment, you go You go to where they tell you to go, and then you kick off the war. Airborne paratroopers, which are basically, you know, they're all infantry. Mm-hmm. They fly over the battlefield and jump out. Yeah. And I've done that for real, and that was, that was crazy. And, uh, I mean, th- that's what I wanted to do. And then when you're an airborne ranger, you, you jump out of planes. But you back in the day, you're the shock troops for the United States. So what that means is if you are another country and you find yourself so unlucky that one morning you have a battalion of airborne rangers on your soil and you want to get rid of them, prepare to zero out a division. Those guys are some bad motherfuckers. And I was honored to be a member. I really was, you know, and then, uh, after that, um, I put in the packet for uh, special forces mm-hmm. and they picked me 
I went through that, you know, was it 21 or 23 days of just nothing but psychological and physical torture? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> quite literally, um, the way it was explained by the sergeant major, you know, at the end of the course, is just like we had 500 and somewhere between 500 and 550 people show up originally. So sergeant major was like, all right, we received 5,000 packets for you to attend you know, for people who wanted to attend selection course. Mm. We went through all the packets. We picked 12% of them to come. Out of 500, let's just round up, 530 people, mm-hmm. 138 finished the course, and only 38 were selected, and I was one of them. Damn. Oh. This is for SF, right? Special, Special forces. forces, yeah. And can you tell the people real quick what the difference is between SF versus... Well. Yeah. You know, uh, an airborne ranger, they come in, you know, company size elements or battalion size elements. They, they bring a lot of combat power with them. Mm-hmm. And they are basically the scalpel, the head of the spear. Yep. First one's on the ground. Mm-hmm. Special forces, you know, you get anywhere from a 13 to 18 man, you know, detachment, depending upon if they have uh, additional people for specialization. And they drop you into a country and, you basically uh, train the you know, guerrilla forces, organize their supplies, set up the medic medical facilities for them. Okay, and and like, green berets are a combat multiplier because we operate under forgiveness, not permission. <laughs> so quite, quite literally, I don't think people understand the diff- that that uh, oh that's very. It's <laughs> we operate on forgiveness, not permission. So you do it, ask questions later. <laughs> well, like like for, I'm going to give you a, a current example of today. The Russian army. Yep. The Russian army went through a lot of money to modernize all their equipment. And which, in my opinion, it's not really working out for them. They modernized all their equipment, but they kept their, um, the old structure of their old armies where you had a lot of officers at the top. Yeah. And a bunch of nugs at the bottom and the nugs, a, they probably don't want to do shit because they're conscripts, and I understand that. And uh, they wait for orders from the officers. Okay, well, what if your comms break down? You're going to send back a runner? Good luck. Yeah. Okay, now, if the commander says, hey, we're uh, we're attacking this particular objective, this is your, this is where you're, you're, you know, infilling from, you know, make it happen. And then they lose comms. You have a good NCO. Hey, I I have my orders. Let's let's do what we're told, and you know, finish whatever needs to be done to secure that objective. And then if you did something wrong, or people are like, "Well, we we told you not to do that," you're like, "No, you didn't." I didn't hear it on the radio. I was going by the commander's intent. You're covered. Mm. Okay, the Russian army doesn't do that, and you can see what's happening to them on the ground. Mm-hmm. Okay, so as a Green Beret, when you show up. You are a force multiplier because you bring a lot of assets with you, mm-hmm. experience, mm-hmm. and a lot of times the commanders that uh, we attach to, we kind of look, they, they tell us what they want, and we're like, oh, yeah, okay, that sounds great. Yeah, and then we, we just we keep driving on with our higher commander's intent. Yeah. That's that's how it is. Higher and, commander's where? Intent, you said? Intent. Oh, intent. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, as long as you're following, you know, the intent, you're good to go. Yeah. 
And so I, I like that how basically they, there's no just get the job done. They're not sitting here like, oh, yeah, we, we need yeah. permission. for No, you guys just get it done. No, and that's how I operate with my everyday life. Mm -hmm. you, you don't come to me if you want more of the same. Mm. Like if you want to like keep getting whipped and, you know, dogged and, and you don't you're caught in this vicious cycle. You don't know what to do. You need to get out of it. I'm the guy you call. All right. Mm -hmm. um, if you want results. You just say, hey, this is pop. This is what I want. Make it happen. Okay. Three bags full. We're doing it. Bam. And I want the audience to know that you guys are literally have a guest on. That's an Airborne Ranger, Green Beret, Paratrooper, Infantry. Fucking. Yo. I'm not going to lie. So two, two weekends ago, I jumped, I jumped out of a plane, right? Uh -huh. 15,000 feet in the air. I was shitting bricks <laughs> just getting on a plane. Uh -huh. You did this in war times. Yeah, in Panama. in Panama. December 20th, 1989. I can only imagine what you went through during that period of time because, bro, that's life-changing, bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, There's uh, a reason why no woman can complete, like, ranger school with the old standards. I mean, they oh, changed yeah. it, right? Well, yeah, they, they, from they, when they you water, went through. That's a whole other thing. They watered that down. It, it, mm. is, it is shameful what uh, they've done with ranger Yeah, because when you went through... <laughs> You want to you want to tell people a little bit about right. what you what you had to pass to get to get go through ranger school well, back then? For, to go to ranger school back in the day, well, I went from the second ranger battalion, so mm -hmm. I had to go to their pre ranger, which is about a month long. Mm -hmm. And all it was was they didn't really teach me shit because I already knew all the stuff because I've been doing actual ranger stuff for over a year. Yeah, and I get there. This is what year now? This is eighty. Uh, when I went to ranger school is in nineteen ninety. Nineteen ninety. Okay, yeah. I was born, guys. Just so you know. <laughs> No offense, Bob, but it's all right. Hey, time marches on and waits on no one. Yeah, this, this is true. This is I, true. I wasn't born. <laughs> I just want the people to know who the hell we got in studio right now, man. This is cream the crop right here. Legendary. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, and then, you know, the Panama invasion. I did a whole video about it. All right, and I left a lot, and and I have swore to myself there were parts of that I'm not going to talk about again. Yeah. Um, but the main thing was this. We're getting on the planes at uh, Fort Benning, and we were loaded down so heavily, they put us on those baggage carts, like they do with suitcases, and rolled us out to the plane, and then we had airborne students picking us up and carrying us on the aircraft, because we were fully rigged. So you have your chute, your rucksack, your weapon your ammo, and whatever else you can fit in there. It, and let me, I trust you. I, I probably had over 100 pounds of equipment on. I believe it. Wow. This so, is going to Panama in 1990? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, th this is the Panama invasion in 89. Okay. And the whole time, they're like, hey, don't worry about it. We're going to have air support. They're going to drop like, uh, you know, five 2,000-pound bombs. I'm like, great. There'd be nothing left. I'll just show up and count bodies. It'd be great. No problem. We get in the plane. We start flying. Now it's, there's going to be eight aircraft. About 30 minutes later. No, no, we're just six aircraft. You know, an hour later, oh, down shit. to four. Okay. And quite literally, it kept going down until they opened the door. The light turned green and the jump masters, no air support. <laughs> you're out. You're outnumbered seven to one. Go, <laughs> seven to one. I'm like, and I'm gonna be honest. I, at that moment, I'm like, fuck this. This is fucking suicide. 
And I just turned my head. I looked through the little little w- round window, and mm-hmm. there's like six feet of fire coming off one of the engines. Wow. And then there was a uh, uh, there was a couple of tracer spots around inside. And I'm like, fuck this. I'm out of here. <laughs> so my roommate is laying on the ground because his legs are numb. Mm-hmm. And I pull up my knife because I'm going to cut his static line. Okay. And I'm like, if this place, if this plane burns in and he dies and I cut a static line, it's just a big move. And friend, so I put the knife away, pick him up. And this is all done in just a few seconds. Mm-hmm. Oh. I pick him up and I have to carry all the weight I have strapped to me, plus him and all the equipment he has strapped to me. It's a good, probably 400. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Right, and the good thing I was in, you know, airborne ranger shape. And I remember we would get to the door and I yell in his ear, do you want to live forever? And he, he leans back and says, fuck no. Mm-hmm. And I went out. Now we both went out the door together and he was hooked up before me. So his chute started opening before mine mm-hmm. and, and his opened up. I hit it was like slamming into concrete. Oh shit. And they said, we're jumping at 500 feet. In reality, it was 435. And I got that number from an actual pilot who was there flying. Mm. So you jump from what twelve thousand feet, fifteen thousand, fifteen thousand feet. All right, you step out that bird. Pitch dark, tracers everywhere. What's a tracer? Just... Uh, a tracer is basically a bullet that has um, there's a chemical in the back that burns when it hits oxygen. Uh... And when they're firing machine guns at you, it's usually five rounds and then one tracer. So between each tracer, there's five bullets coming. Okay, so it's to shoot. Then they shoot up in the air to try to figure out where were, the planes are. Well, they were shooting at the planes and they were shooting at us while we're coming down in, in, in okay. Our parachutes. Okay, and I I hit the ground like a sack of shit. And the whole time I was getting choked because my horizontal chest strap would and my parachute was so twisted it was literally choking me out. Oh shit! So I can't breathe. I'm choking, and then I hear that little uh, that evil pop in my ear. You'll be on the ground. You'll be fine. And I'm like. And I literally, I'm trying to like clear so I can breathe. Once I heard his voice, I'm like, all right, I got ready to land. I lowered my rucksack. I never even felt it tug at the end of the rope, rope, low lowering line. I literally hit the ground like a freight train. And my, my uh, rucksack had landed on one side of a three wire fence. I landed on the other. And then my parachute fell down in this little tree. It was maybe 15 feet high. So now my position is flagged. Mm. I'm by a goddamn road. All right. I was on the ground maybe 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. I did my two canopy releases. Mm-hmm. I heard the crackling of gravel. And then before I knew it, there was a fucking headlight right there. Oh, shit. Of a truck. The lights were off. And all I had time to do was this because I still had my helmet on. Mm-hmm. A bright flash of light. I get uh, hit by this truck, it throws me into a ditch. And pulls on top of me. Now, luckily for me, the wheels never hit me at all because it would have. I would. There's no way you can fight on with broken bones. Yeah. And uh, it, it and they had me pinned because my reserve was still on and it was you know pushed up to my. And face. where's your buddy at this time? Is he next to you? No, because when you come out the bird, I mean you you, you scatter. Oh shit! No, I did have a friend of mine who was about 75 meters away named uh-huh. Paul Kirk. Yeah, uh-huh. is a killing motherfucker. Uh-huh. Love that guy. Uh, and I was pinned under this vehicle and they could have got out of the vehicle, just walked up to me, cut my throat. There's mm-hmm. nothing I could have done. Yeah. But they fucked up <laughs> and they pulled off back onto the road. 
It took him, I don't know, a couple seconds. Now, I had not put my weapon into operation. It was still in the Dragon Missile Pack. Oh. But somehow, it was in my hand. <laughs> and then there was that the mad the mad moment when, you know, I had all tracers in the mag so I could see him in the dark. And there was a guy in the back of the truck, and the vehicle was still, you know, unstable. Mm-hmm. And I could see him with an RPK. He's going to stitch me up, you know, so I had to take him out. So I emptied the mag. I remember watching it go through him. I walked it into the uh, passenger seat or the passenger side. Now, tracers don't penetrate as well as regular, you know, rounds because they're full of, they're usually lighter, whatever. They're not as, the, the, the projectile's not as durable. And so I, I think a couple of them were bouncing around inside the, the cab. I don't remember. And then the truck was rolling away real slow. And I pulled out a hand grenade and I took the main safety off and I pulled the pin. And uh, I remember the spoon flying off and you can see a little spark as it like lights up. Mm-hmm. And again, there's evil pop in my ear. Throw it. <laughs> but I was so stunned. I couldn't really, you know, do anything. I I threw it. I, I heard it hit the vehicle and then detonate. And then, you know, I, I bam, I, I Charlie mic'd out of there because they were already, uh, pulling up and putting down suppressive fire all over the drop zone with 50 cal machine guns. Mm. Yeah, there was a, there was one point where I'm, I'm, you know, trying to get my rucksack, you know, I'm a little dizzy cause I just got my bell rung and, uh, I'm looking up and I see the, the 50 tracers mm-hmm. and I'm like, I can dodge that. <laughs> and, and evil pop is like, fuck you. No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, and, and after that, there was some craziness that went on until the next morning, and then I got medevaced. Bam. And this is December 20th, 1989? Yep. Goddamn, bro. Yeah, you Fuck got hit man. by a truck. That's crazy, bro. Damn, damn, and, and you know what the crazy part is? This is before you even go to ranger school. Yeah. <laughs> so take us through uh, what ranger school is like real quick, what, what the standards were before. Oh, my they, God. Uh, well, when I showed up to Ranger School. And we'll read chats after this, guys. Don't worry. I know you guys have a bunch of chats. Yeah, talk re- about hero's journey. <laughs> Goddamn. Yeah. It's not a big deal. And then, uh, you know, Ranger schools. Yeah. I mean, literally, uh, I got maybe one hour of sleep a night. Um, I got one meal a day if I had time to eat it. Because mm-hmm. you walk 20 to 30 miles every day in Ranger school full, carrying all your shit. Yep. And you have to maintain security, silence, the whole deal. So there were some days I didn't eat for like two or three days in a row. Wow. Just drinking water. Yeah, you have to drink your yeah. dive. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I mean, it was miserable. I went from 168 to 138, 136 pounds. Wow. I, I, if you go to the website, you can see the picture. Mm-hmm. And I'm in the lower right corner. Because I'm, like, <laughs> I'm fucked. And how long did it take? Uh, how long well, was Ranger School then, back then? Ranger School was 78 days long. Okay. And then you had a month of pre-Ranger. And I got recycled one time in Desert Phase. Okay. So literally, I was gone for four months and fifteen goddamn days. When you say desert phase, desert storm? No, desert phase. Like, okay. Okay. When you go through Ranger School, there used to be like the city phase, mountain phase, oh. uh, swamp phase, or jungle phase, and then desert phase. Okay. So you get you you learn how to patrol and handle your equipment, and there's always different tactics in different, and different terrain. terrain. Different terrain. Okay. And, and that's why they do that. Now, I I think they got rid of desert phase, which is so stupid. Because we've been at war for 20 years in a fucking desert. <laughs> yeah. All right. What, what, the, what the hell's going on with that? Yeah, that's true. 
I mean, you look at uh, Afghanistan, Afghanistan, Iraq, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. And, and like one, I went through Alpha Company first. There was like 100 and, 105 of us in the class, right around there, 105, 120. Do you know how many they graduated? How 18. Many? 18. Wow. 20. 18. Mm. Out of 105. Out of 105. And, and they, they did not fucking care. And it really wasn't about teaching anything. It was just sadistic punishment, how much you could fucking take. Can you make it? Yeah. yeah. And I literally, there were times I was so hungry and emaciated. I was bawling like a bitch. And all I could hear was quit, quit. Yeah. Because all you got to do is say, I'm out. Yeah. And they literally come get you, take you, and it's over. Yeah. And I'm like, I can hear the voice in one ear, quit, quit. And I'm, no, no. Yep. Wow. <laughs> nope. Exactly. It's terrible. Terrible. And like I'm telling you, this, my buddies at the Range Battalion mailed me a, a was it a big boy menu or Shoney's menu? And the RIs are like, what is that? And I'm like, I open up and they go, man, your buddies are dicks, but you can keep that. Mm-hmm. And literally, like, we'd have some, you know, put on the white light at night, like, oh, yeah, look at those strawberries. Oh, God, that's awesome. <laughs> like we're looking at this menu like it's like it's porn. Wow. I shit you not. That's that's why like six guys. Hey man, I, I want to see the blueberry pancakes. That's on page two. Wow. <laughs> that's wow. crazy, bro. That's that's how so so it was more about like yeah. was there even like did they give you like like because because guys keep in mind that the people that are there doing this this ranger school are cream of the crop these are guys are that are like you know in they fantastic shape there. they want to be there these are the, the these are the top guys you're telling me out of 105 of them only 18 made it through and you guys are sitting there with a light looking at food menus pretty much and, <laughs> and some of y'all are at home fattest on your couch yeah st- stuffing your fists with pancakes it, 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 i think it was the ris got a real kick out of it when they're like mm-hmm. what is that mm. oh yeah you can keep that because yeah. um, it's this has been done before to other people, and it's always the same result. Yeah, it turns into a porn menu. Yeah. of food. Yeah, and mm. um, and you did that for, for seventy eight days, man. Uh, yeah, and then uh, I had to recycle Desert Phase, and uh, mm-hmm. I got moved into Charlie Company. Mm-hmm. Now I have a big mouth, as you know, so I had like seventeen major minuses when I was in Alpha Company, mm-hmm. and a lot of them were just for stupid shit. And uh, well, all of them were for stupid. Well, what's, two I deserved. I fell asleep. What's a major minus? If you fuck up, and they give you a major minus, and if you have enough major minuses, you're going to get recycled or thrown out of the course. Oh, uh, okay. And I quite literally like, yeah, it's major minus. You pop, and like, I'll be there in the morning to sign the paperwork. Give me the ticket. <laughs> <laughs> so I get recycled to Charlie Company, and their company commander is looking at my records. He's like, "Wow, seventeen major minuses. You're bad, bad boy." And he's going, well, you're from the second Ranger Battalion, so I'll tell you what, we're going to cut your break. I'm going to get rid of those major minuses. We're going to start off a clean slate. Damn. But mm. the odds are stacked against you because you need to get two goes in a row, or you're going to, you're out of course. What's a two go? What's a go? In Ranger School, they give you patrols, mm-hmm. and, some, and some of them you're either the commander or the first sergeant, platoon sergeant, mm-hmm. or squad leader. And then if you have successful mission with patrols you get you get a go you have to have you have to be at a minimum of 50 50 so if you have four no goes you need to have four goes and you can graduate okay all right i was one of those i wasn't it what's up guys myron Gaines here one half of the fresh fit podcast if you haven't heard about anchor by spotify it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place let me explain anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer 
When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, guys, Anchor is totally free. You don't need to spend your own money. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. At 50-50, I needed two two more goes in a row, so I'd be four and four. Okay. And the reason I made it is I went to Charlie Company. One of our old uh, squad leaders, uh, his name was Sergeant Tuatuave, was actually working there as a cadre. Mm. So every time it was time for me to do a patrol, and you know, he would be there. He'd call my name. He was I'm your RI, and he was fair with me. He didn't give me like special treatment or anything. But like an Alpha Company, I got two of those no goes. Literally, I go up to get graded. Like you're a no go. They didn't fill out anything. I'm like, well, what did I do wrong? Fuck you. You're a no go. And that, I mean, you, that's not learning. Yeah, for real. I mean, it was. I'm like, okay, you're you're torturing me. All right, I got it. You know, it is what it is. And, uh, you know, I made it out of there by the skin of my fucking teeth. Mm. Like, quite literally, I left part of my ass on the barbed wire as so I jumping the fuck out of there. <laughs> and and you graduated, uh, this is 1990. Yeah. From Ranger School. Yeah, I, I think you can see the picture. Like, uh, like, was it either August through November in the end of 1990 on there? Wow. That's awesome, man. Yeah, because um, I recycled. I don't remember the exact uh, graduation class. So Okay. Um, real quick, I'll read the chats. Uh, and thank you guys so much for the support, man. Um, this this is a fire show, man. Fire show. Man, this I hope is, you guys are enjoying this. This is deep, man. Yeah, yeah. And we haven't even gotten to. We we're just talking about the his military experience. Um, so, okay, cool. We got here. Um, wow, you guys rock, man. It's a lot of life support. matters. Shouts F and F. Are we still getting a one on one with Jap? Yes, you will today, guys. Don't worry about it. Last thoughts, yo F and F. Y'all should get a little Duval on the pod, okay? Uh, mm-hmm. Darny, two bucks all the way from Australia. Uh, we got the international people watching as well. Uh, thank you so much. And then we got El Mariachi all the way from Great Brand. Terrence Pop is a living legend. Been watching him since the days I was in the old country. Shout out to FNF for having him on your show. Winning. Yeah. Got you, man. Winning. Uh, 279 from J Front, uh, J from State Farm. Okay. Western ideologies produce self deletion thoughts. Yep. Uh, three books from Eric 13. Uh, all the cash in my cash app, it, it's yours. Thanks for the work. Thank you, bro. Eric thir- uh, 13. Uh, you guys got the legend Terrence prop on the show. This is going to be lit, and that's from none of your business. Five bucks. Thank you so much. Spider-Man, five bucks. Did you guys ever – did you guys hear the news about my favorite DC superhero, Batman? It's sad news that he is bisexual at this point. Check it out on YouTube. Oh, shit. Okay. Nope. Haven't heard about that, but, you know, they're always fucking up some kind of hero. Um, Spirit. Uh, question out of curiosity. Your view is beautiful. Why cover it? Shout out to the active military vets or anyone protecting this country. No worries, man. Yeah, it's because the sun gets in too much and we want to make sure that the lighting is good. Sydney MGTOW, all the way from Australia. Thank you so much. 20 bucks. Big Pop gets this shit done. Thank you so much, bro. Space Ghost, coast to coast. And that's from Mahal. 20 bucks, five bucks from Ron. I, I got to check out what currency that is. Uh, Robert, 20 bucks USD. Great show, guys. For Pop, started uh, in NG as an E1, now 03 AGR. 18 years of service, 13.5 years towards reserve retirement. Mm-hmm. Don't want jab, waiting on religious packet. No answer in seven mo. Drop resignation, have a date, or wait it out. Okay. Well, the whole poke and smoke thing. You know, if you're on YouTube, we really can't go into a lot of details about that. Yeah. yeah. But uh, if you send me an email to redonculus12 at gmail.com, 
There are officers out there who are organizing uh, thousands of enlisted members from all the branches for a large class action lawsuit. And I will put you in touch with that individual. Bam. There you go, my friend. Hit him up. Redonkulous12 at gmail.com. How do you spell Redonkulous? Uh, the link is below. I, I put I it. I got all this stuff is down there, guys. Uh, it's R. You spell it for the people. I spell it. I, I spell it my way because I have dyslexia. R e d o n k u l a s dot com. Bam. Yeah, Byron. Uh, there. Uh, Romanian Lou. The Romanian Lou is the currency of Romania. Shout out to Romania. Shout out to the Tates as well. Uh, and then what's what's uh what's left, uh, Chris? There was one more, I think. We good. Okay, we're caught up. All right, awesome. So um, so we talked about who you are. Uh, a little bit of your military background. So can you tell us about your marriage in the past? Laughing <laughs> 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 yeah. laugh right away. <laughs> what a joke. Uh, you get, listen, that, that, that whole thing is nothing but a boatload of pain. Okay. Because I'm a, I, I've been to war. I almost got killed twice. Mm-hmm. All right. There's been a couple times where I got, I, I've taken some su- substantial injuries. All right. The, the worst pain that you can endure is emotional pain. Mm. Physical pain, I'm good. All right. You know, take a pill or walk it off or wait. It'll, sooner or later, it'll quit hurting or you'll die. I mean, emotional pain that could last, one, you know, one minute, eight, you know, eight minutes, one second, eight seconds. It could last the rest of your life mm. if you let it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, I mean, and, you know, when I decided to get married, I, you know, I, uh, I took some time in the National Guard Reserve mm-hmm. and then I, you know, I bank, okay, I'm going to still do the high speed stuff, but in the Reserve National Guard unit. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to get married, have kids because she's different. She loved me. No, nope. <laughs> nope. Didn't happen. And I, you know, the thing is, is you learn a lot about people when you need them the most, right? Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Seriously. I came back from Iraq wounded. I got blown up and I was healing. And my ex-wife basically in her mind drew a red line through my name and decided to process more wood through her pussy than a wood chipper. <laughs> I'm telling you, she's processed more DNA than a paternity lab. It's insane. I mean, and when I found out what was going on, I'm like, "Oh my god!" Do you want to tell us the story? So, you, so you went off. Yeah, go ahead. Tell, do you want? So you went off to Iraq yeah. uh, for for our international viewers, guys. You guys know we went into to war with Iraq in 2003. Um, so you got deployed. Um, at the time, you were um, you were in the army, and uh, you yeah, take us through it, man. And then yeah. what led led to it? Right to the, uh, the it's a, yeah. the divorce. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, sure. well, you know, I was in the company of 425 uh, Long Range Reconnaissance Airborne Infantry Unit, and uh, I had been a platoon sergeant there for quite some time i got moved over into operations and eventually became the first sergeant when we when we deployed forward and i could talk for hours on this the clusterfuck that is a war zone because mm-hmm. it's insane and we're not going to do that i get uh, august 28th they blow up the vehicle i'm in I, i'm gutting it out 2003 this is 2004 okay it was three clicks south of ramadi in iraq okay and I'm gutting it out because I'm the first sergeant now, and my commander's completely incompetent. Okay. And gutting so, it out means you're sticking it out even though you got injured. Yeah. Okay. And I didn't think it was as serious as it was because, you know, we went right to the aid station after we towed the vehicles in. IED? Yeah. So you're, were you in a truck or armored I truck? A, I was in a Humvee. A Humvee. And I, sit, and I usually sit behind the driver. Okay. So I can control the vehicle. 
wait, what? Yeah. Well, in a Humvee, it's really wide. Ah, uh, okay. Okay, and then and they added all of these extra systems, like you know, a Blue Force Tracker and all these Comsec. Yeah. And it's on these racks, so you can't really see the guy to the right who's supposed to be in command of the vehicle. Oh, the dri- the driver's side is on the right hand side. No, no, the the passenger technically is the commander of the vehicle, and and then you have just the driver. Okay. But I can't. He can't hear me. I can't see him. If something goes down, I can't grab him and take his his position. Okay. But mm. if I'm sitting right behind him, I just lean forward. I'm like, all right, go around that. Yeah. Okay. Or if it's real, if it's if they're shooting and and shit's going crazy, I just slap. I that means turn right. Ah, that means turn left. Okay. Uh, okay. So I could see what's going on. Okay. And I when we when we got blown up, there was a bright flash of light, and it felt like. You were getting hit with a wet sandbag that weighed hundreds of pounds. Like my whole, it was a boom. Now I fought, wow. pro- I fought professionally and it was the equivalent of getting punched in the face by like a 300 pound dude. Wow. Okay. And so everyone else wilted. Like they literally, they went unconscious. I was the only one conscious. I, 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 when it happened, I, I'd been here before. Yeah. Yeah. I've been, had my bell rung. Yeah. All right. I, we're gonna crash. No eight count for me. I came over the back seat and grabbed the wheel mm. until the driver came to about thirty seconds later. Uh-huh. And then um, the vehicle was still rolling, but it had ripped off a radiator and the fender was gone. And like we had like this bumper on the front of the vehicle where you open it and you put tools in it. Yeah, it's really it's made of iron. It or steel. It weighs about three hundred pounds. Gone. Wow. Gone. It was just boop, disappeared. We, we never even, we, we looked around, you know, and we're worried about getting, you know, ambushed. But it, luckily, there was no RPGs or machine gun fire, and we were mm-hmm. able to hook up a tow strap and get the fuck out of there. Mm. And real quick, guys, we're going we're gonna to show all Super Chats on screen. However, we're going to read only 20 and up, okay? Because I don't want the show to be interrupted, and we appreciate all the support. As always, guys, every single chat's going to be shown on screen, but we're going to read 20 and up. And yeah. Twitch is gone, by the way. And Twitch is gone. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I was well, gone. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that was a given. Um, uh, Twitch fell off? No, no. Nah, just because Twitch is really sensitive. So we're like, yeah, hey, man, we're keeping it real. So, guys, come on over to YouTube. All right. If you haven't already. All right, we'll go ahead. Sorry. All right, so, so, so yeah, so so the the front gets d- totally blown Evaporated. off. You're now you're controlling the vehicle because um your guy is coming to for thirty seconds. Yeah, and like we kept rolling because uh-huh. the vehicle the engine was still good. Yeah, it just it overheated. It took like we rolled on for like another five minutes to get off the X. Yeah, of course. And then the vehicle went dead, and then we hooked up a tow strap to it. But yeah, so no one was shooting at you guys. Luckily, luckily, okay. Yeah, I mean, because uh, normally they set it up, I would assume, as a trap. Yeah, and, and they went and, after our vehicle because it had the Mark 19 in it. Okay. Because mm. they'd set, the, set up the ID, set post up, and then as soon as someone goes over it, then they finish the job, right? Yep. Okay. Luckily, they, they set happen. off the, the, the bomb, and then they, they open up on you, and then they run away. Okay. Okay, that's that's modern warfare. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's it sounds shitty, and it is. Yeah. But that's just the way the world works. Yep. So, uh so you get injured and everything else like that. Um, and then how long were you in Iraq? Because then that, uh, I got medevaced November fifth, mm-hmm. and I woke up on Halloween morning with the left side of my face numb and drooping. I could not use my right hand and barely walk. Wow! Yeah. Damn. Um, and and, it's, and this is what year? Two thousand four. Still no, two thousand four. Okay. Yeah. So you get hurt August twenty eighth, two thousand four. 
you're back stateside August, uh, no, October November 5th. November 5th. Yep. And then a month, about a month later or so, a month and a half, you're back stateside uh, Halloween. Well, no, no. Uh, I On Halloween morning, uh-huh. I was in Iraq and I woke up with my face drooping and my left side off. Okay. And it took six days to get me the fuck out of country. Okay. Okay. Because of all the bureaucracy and shit. Of course. And they're like, well, we don't believe he's really hurt. And luckily, the guy at the TMC I went to was a neurosurgeon in the civilian world. Mm -hmm. I walk right through the door. He's just like, all right, you sit down right now. You you will take no more steps. Sit the fuck down. And he came out and gave me the neurological exams. He goes, yeah, you fucked up, bro. I think you had a stroke. Wow. And when you look at the MRI results, there's bleeding in the brain. Wow. Three or four different places. So I asked the doctor, I'm like, you know, I got blown up in August. Why is this happening now? Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Wow. And he's just like, because your brain swelled up and it wasn't bleeding, but the irritation went away. Your body's healing and it started bleeding. That's it. That is the the, uh, answer I got when I asked that. And then other than that, they're like, "Eh, it's a brain thing. (laughs) Okay. But it changed it, it. It fucked my entire life up for a long time mm. because uh, you know if you get a TBI, you know you can recover from it to an extent. TBI stands for traumatic brain injury. Okay, but uh, you're not going to be the same. Yeah, it's true. It really is. What, what was what did you notice? Like were some of the biggest changes right away? Well, after before that? I have I used to have a really good memory. Oh. I was a goddamn sniper for a while. Yeah. All right, and um, I would I could process really fast a bunch of information you know, mm-hmm. okay i was really good at multitasking yeah now can't multitask the memory's shit but it's all been replaced with i think about things deeper mm. and it's one of the reasons i can't sleep is i can't shut off my brain mm-hmm. and most of the crazy ideas the comedy on my channel i'll wake up at like two in the morning i'm like oh shit and I pull up my brain here write it down so i don't forget. i do that too yeah yeah and then I, I try to go, try to go back to sleep. So, okay. So, um, so you went through that in Iraq. So you, you come back November fifth. Uh, well, this, this is what happens. All right. The the whole TBI thing was new. Yeah. For the army. Yeah. So I got sent to Langstuhl, Germany. I was there for two month, a month, uh, six weeks. Okay. And it, and the reason I was there that long is there was a bunch of wounded people from the second incursion in Fallujah. Yeah. So they had to get they had to take care of all them, which is not a problem. Mm-hmm. Then from there, I got sent home to um, my house in Michigan for two weeks. Mm-hmm. And then I had to fly to uh, Walter Reed, and I was there for three months. Mm-hmm. And they basically put me in a study. When I got MRIs like once or twice a week, they took blood almost every single day. I had to take all of these tests and stuff. And then at the end of three week, uh, three months. I went back to my home of record and then they had worked out a program where I could get uh, therapy and whatever I needed, mm-hmm. which was not good. Yeah. So, I mean, in the book, I wrote the warrior's way and the soldier's soul. There's a quadrant in there that says no one heals you, but you. Yeah. So I bought my own books, puzzles, some of the stuff you had to fucking have a prescription to buy. So that was a hard hurdle to get over, but I got them anyway. And that's, that's what I did. For like a year and a half, is I was healing my 
trying to heal as, as much as I could. And I was like, it was like living in a fog, mm-hmm. like a daze. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, one day I woke up and it was like, everything was clear again. Okay. And then I started getting, you know, the, the gut feeling that my wife was stepping out on me. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I, I remember I got, I was in the 20th group special forces when this okay. went down. So you're back stateside. Now, just so the audience knows, so you're back stateside now. It's what, end of 2004, maybe early 2005 now at this point? Yeah, it's uh, the middle to, yeah, the middle middle half of 2005. Okay. Um, and you're back in, are you back in Michigan? Or are you? I'm back in Michigan. You're back in Michigan. And you, how long have you been married at this point? Six, uh, six years. Oh, you married her in 99. Yeah. Okay. Oh. All right. I married her right after I fought for the FFKA uh, world title. Okay. I lost, but yeah. It hey is man, fall for the world title, baby. <laughs> so, uh, so, um, okay. So, to, so you guys have been married now for six years. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I guess she was with you when you got injured and you came back. Yes. Okay. All right. So, you know, I'm, I, I had transferred to 20th group special forces. Then they were in town, they were in Chicago at the time. Mm-hmm. Some driving back and forth, you know, once a month or yeah, usually once a month to drill. I drive down there and I, and I have like this, like this, Feeling gut feeling, mm. and I've had it before. You know, there's been lots of times where I'm like, okay, I mean, we're out in the war zone, and I'm like, eh, we're not doing that, we're gonna take this way. And like, vehicles behind us that were in other units went down the way that my gut was telling me not to go, and they, they got fucked up really bad. Mm. So I trust my gut. Mm-hmm. So I, I go in there, uh, talk to my chain of command. I'm like, hey, I, I think my wife is stepping out on me. And the team sergeant's like, all right, follow me, Pop. I follow him to the supply room. He goes, eh, Pop's wife is stepping at him. Can you give him the kit? Wow. Yeah. It was like five hundred to $700,000 of fucking high-tech whiz-bang equipment in there. <laughs> I literally put a piece of tape on the top of my minivan, and I tracked it from fucking space because we had our own satellite. Wow. They gave they gave you some spook equipment. Yeah. I was able to like you know point a laser at windows and hear shit that was going on. No way. That's fucking yeah. awesome. Oh man. Oh man. I mean, oh, the PI. That shit. You don't need that no more. Yeah. Uh, space. That's fucking lit. Damn. All right. So awesome. So 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 they literally um. Gotcha, bitch. And I think this goes to show the importance of the male need to know. Right. And confirm. Right. So um, and, and th- the crazy part is, is that this is so common in the military that it's like, oh, OK, let's go to supply room. Yeah. Because got you. He knew. Yeah. He took it to it, the back. It's happened to all these guys. And yeah. I had the equipment for like six weeks. I took it back. We cleared the hand receipt. No, no big deal. No blood. No harm. No foul. Yeah. You know, and what'd uh, you find? Oh, shit. Well, uh, the, I basically took all of the data and uploaded it against google earth because that was a new product back then and i saw everywhere my vehicle went for uh 20 20 days 18 days mm-hmm. you know going back and forth to work and then she go to somebody's house you know that i you know and then finally you know the weekend i was gone you know she's in a hotel doing stuff mm-hmm. you know and i I went to the uh, guy who worked there, and I told him the deal. And he said, to the, well, to the hotel? The hotel. Yeah. He 
He's like, hey, man, you got to get a court order. I go, look, I'm a wounded veteran. My wife's stepping out on me. I just need to get a screenshot. He's like, okay. <laughs> so, like, I, I, I confront her, and I'm like, here you go, bitch. Here's everywhere this car went. You're parked at this dude's house. You know, I literally, like. When did you it. confront her with this? You probably came with a packet of all this stuff. I had everything. Okay. When did you drop it on her? Uh, it's about three weeks later. Okay. So we're, so we're maybe summertime, 2005? No, no, it was uh, it was the winter of two thousand five. Winter of two thousand five. Okay. Yeah. So, and because I, I filed in uh, February of two thousand five. Okay. Okay. And you know, and then once that happened, you know, it is what it is. Now, luckily, when I filed for divorce, mine was filed fifteen minutes before hers. Fifteen minutes before. Fifteen minutes, because both of them were on the judge's desk. He's like, "Well, we're going to go the one that's filed first. It's mine." Wow. Mine was very lenient. I could stay in the house, pay my portion of the bills, you know, blah, blah, blah. No big deal. Yeah. Right. This is in the state of Michigan, right? Yeah. Just so the audience knows. And, okay. And she was lividly pissed because her divorce order you know, was accusing me of physical and mental abuse. Of course. Of course. Um, all kinds of other fucked up shit. I, didn't, I never took part in his children's life, blah, blah, blah. It's it like, I'm like, whoa, what the fuck? I'm like, wow, this this is getting real. And this is when I learned that lesson. When you go to divorce court, mm -hmm. your soon-to-be ex-wife mm -hmm. is your fucking enemy, and she should be treated with all of the rights that come along with that title. Yeah. Mm. All right, a lot of guys are like, well, I didn't want to eat daughter. And that they, the system is so skewed against men that if, if you are like, yeah, well, if you, you, you lay back, you're going to get Mike Tyson. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You're gonna get knocked the fuck out. Wait, so when you confronted her, what did you, what did she say? She didn't really say much. Just what, what what can you say? Yeah. <laughs> what can you say? I got like pictures of people walking into the hotel room from the cameras. I had a, I had the actual uh, ledger from the hotel who who rented the room, which was her. Yeah. Wow. You know, was it was it one guy or no? Well, no, I found out that you know if it was one person, maybe I could have tried to work through it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was multiple. It was unrecoverable. Yeah, unrecoverable. Would you say that most uh, army guys that go out, especially into the battlefield, their wives do step up because oh, they, yeah. they're not there? Yep. In fact, in my 33 years in the military, there are only two couples that are still together. Wow. Wow. Some of the most most of these guys get married two or three times, which is stupid. Mm -hmm. If you're going to get married, you try it one time just to have kids. You know? If it fails, don't ever do it again. Mm -hmm. If you are a man and you reach the age of 40, mm -hmm. you're just going to have to accept the fact that you're not having kids because women in that age bracket around 40 are nothing but a, a slow motion train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's facts, though. They're At that point, they're fucking useless. I mean, you know, people call me an asshole for saying that. But, bro, a 40-year-old woman is like the equivalent to like an 18-year-old guy living with his fucking mom. Well, so, you know, I, damn. I mean, a 40-year-old woman, if she looks good, you know, and she is healthy, she's got a 5% chance of getting married. By 40, 43 or 44, it's 2.5%. Yeah. And I keep it at 2.5%, but it, it really goes down to, like, nothing. It's the same thing. It's yeah. like it's an like 18-year-old guy that lives guy. with his mom yeah. has not created any value. A woman, by the time she's 40, has lost her value. That's Correct. the truth. It's just that we don't want to tell women, you know, the, the uncomfortable truths about, hey, you have a time clock, just like men have to create. You you have a time clock where you have to preserve. 
So. Ain't, ain't, ain't nobody gonna wife grandma. Yeah, fuck right. out of here, bro. So. And I told Recreation that all, use only. <clears throat> I told so. them that Milf. all the time. Mm-hmm. And I, I did a comedy video on my show. What's it? Fun with numbers one and two, mm-hmm. where I, I talk about the dating dynamics and how men can always go younger and women really can't. Yeah. I mean, women can get younger men, but they're nothing but you know the the bullseye in the bar. Yeah, it's for fun. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Get, uh, or the guy's practicing, so his his game is good, and he takes it to a younger woman he wants to marry. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um. So wow. So you find this out, obviously devastating. So um. Oh, God. So take us through the so so you uh so 15. Actually, you know what? Do I, Chris? Do I need to read anything? Yep. Okay, I'll read some of these real quick. Uh, we got Chris Overlord Overlord opening scene on YouTube. Okay, uh, Chris, we're reading 20 and up though. Yeah. So right. yeah, guys, all super chats are gonna be shown on screen, but we're only gonna read 20 and up because I want y'all to get this sauce. All right. Um. So so you file it like 15 minutes ahead of her. And then she goes ahead well, and she makes the attorney I had did that. Okay. Yeah. So she goes ahead and makes these all these bullshit allegations oh, about God, you being yeah. abusive or whatever. It was fucking they, she wanted me out of the house, supervised visitations. It was fucking insane. Whereas you were much nicer in your stuff. Like she yeah. stayed to get to stay in the house. Yeah, yeah. You're not necessarily taking her money in anything. No, no. I I thought it was being very you know did she, for did she go for, after your TSP? No. She didn't go after that. Okay. No, did she no. try to go after your um No, I pension nothing. She didn't try to go after any of your military money. Nope. Okay. Awesome. Thank God. No. Okay. I don't she, think it would have handled that well. Yeah. I, I think I'd be dead now. Yeah. At least she didn't try. So which is I mean, a lot I, of women I, would I, try. To be honest, I don't think her attorney was smart enough. <laughs> oh. And, I, and my my attorney, because I'm like, I'm talking to my attorney. I'm like, hey, uh, she's gonna go after my pension. He's like, Well, I didn't mention it, and neither will I. Yeah, there you go. So I got over on that, but I, you know, I wasn't married to, I was only married six years. Yeah. 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 Not, you know, 10, 10 years in a day, then women have a, you know, a much greater chance of pulling. Mm-hmm. Even women. in the state of Michigan. Yeah. Is Michigan pro woman, pro man? Everyone's pro woman. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. To a degree. Yeah. I mean, the courts are so skewed to women. It, it yeah. is sickening. Yeah. Like literally I was referred to as a murderer and an assassin in open court. Wow. Like, what kind of shit is that? You know, and they're like, oh, your honor, my client is terrified of him because he's Green Beret and he just came back from war zone. And now, luckily, the judge I had like, oh, really? We're gonna, this is exactly what he goes. Oh, oh, we're going there. OK, well, I have some questions. How many times have the police been to his house? Yeah. Zero. Yep. Mm. All right. Uh, does this person have a criminal record? No, he he does not. He's actually, uh, you know, in the military. He's a Green Beret. Oh, he's a Green Beret. So, you know, he's got a top secret clearance and the feds have already climbed up his ass. But somehow we're making up shit here. Is that what we're doing now? Mm. And it's, oh, oh, it kind of got shut down. But you could tell. As it should. You could tell, though, after that accusation was made, there was a lot of bias towards her. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you'd make a fucking crazy accusation like that when you you did that on behalf of the United States. To, for her to enjoy that 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 right and privilege to be in an open courtroom is defended by people like you. Correct. You know what I'm saying? And and, and I thought I was going to get a fair shake in court. No, nope, nope. Mm-mm. Now, one, I'm a man, and two, I was in uniform. Wow. So what ended up happening? Or the fi- the the final uh, <clears throat> well judgments. This is what happened. So I'm living in the house. She's lividly pissed. She doesn't want me there at all. Mm-hmm. So I go away for three weeks. Mm-hmm. She go. couldn't move. Like what the yeah. fuck? I, I get I get put on orders. I go to uh, Fort Atterbury to train people on heavy machine gun Mark 19 stuff. Okay. I'm there for just a, a hair over two weeks, mm-hmm. almost three. 
I do that. I come back, walk through the door. My kid's like, daddy, which is priceless. Mm -hmm. And my dog is missing. Oh shit! And I'm like, where's my dog? And she turns at me and looks at me and goes, I told you, I didn't want you living here. And like, literally I'm like, this is why chicks get punched. <laughs> but then I, I heard good pop about face for Mark. And I let it turn around, open the door left. Cause I, I would have, I would have wrecked her. She killed your dog. I got three different stories, but you and I have watched enough, you know, crime, you know, shows to know when the story changes, we know what's up. Yeah. She had him put to sleep somewhere. Wow. How? Like on what grounds? Bro. A bitch. What the fuck? My dog? That's yeah. like my son, bro. Yeah. And, and that was, that was horrifically punishing emotionally. Yo, so, okay. So getting back even to the marriage part, divorce, most guys would be like in shambles offered because they just went through war. Hellish war could have yeah. died. Yeah, came recovering. back. Wife is cheating. Is like, bro, I'm I'm living hell in the war and at home. Like that's mentally it, and physically. But it's never stopped for me. I'm literally in this war ever since then to today. Damn. How did how do you as a guy get over that? Because you're still here, luckily. But most guys they don't get over that, and they, you know, yeah. they yeah. self deletion. You want to know? Pick a mission or or. A, pick a, a mission or or a purpose mm. and when you're in the darkest times and you can't see the light of hope to navigate by use that as your torch to navigate your fucking self out of there mm. so you know it it's just the mission everything's the mission now you so so she she basically she kills your dog. Let's just keep it at that. Yeah, she yeah. kills your. She, she, she killed she, my dog. She murders your 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 dog. And um, it was six year old chocolate lab named Ranger. I was going to ask you what his uh, breed was after. She could even let him run away. You find him later, but you kill him. Yeah. Um. And how'd you confer? Did you go to like the? Maybe I, I brought it up to the court, and they're like, "Well, dogs, it's a piece of property. Nobody did shit." Now, if she had like a snowball shaking piss dog mm -hmm. and I took it to the Detroit Zoo and fed it to the alligators, which I saw done once, I'd be in prison. Yeah. Yeah, you would be. You would be. 100%. Yeah. I'm like, what For the a felony this too. is bullshit. Yeah. So, like, so, you, so, so you, you leave and then what'd you do? You walked out, obviously. I'm yeah, glad you did. I, I left. I called my attorney and he told me to stay out of the house for a couple of weeks, let, let everything calm down. Cause there's nothing I could do. Strategy by her to keep you out of the house. Yeah. It's like, like, she wanted me to flip out, punch her in the face. Yep. Then she gets the auto win. Yep. She gets to have all of the shit in, in her divorce uh, actually implement against me because they would do an emergency well, motion. Why couldn't you get her out? Like, what did did she was she on the title? Was yeah, it? We're both oh, on the title. Fuck. Okay. Uh, the thing is, another thing that kept me out of jail is that minivan was in my name. Mm. So, like, I, like, like, her attorney gave all of this stuff to the judge. He's like, he's tracking her from space. He's violating her privacy. And the judge is like, well, whose name's on the title? Well, his name's on the title. Okay, next. Yeah, it's his car. It's his car. He can track his property wherever the fuck he wants. Yeah. Um. So, so, so she did she work herself or no? no? She's a nurse, ER nurse. Oh, she was an ER nurse. I don't okay. know what she's doing now. I, I'm kind of hoping karma kicks on and she winds up a glory hole attendant. Wait, nurse? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Chris. Um. Okay. So she, so she was a nurse. You were in the military. So she, uh, and you guys both bought the house together, and she was on a title, I guess. 
Well, yeah, she bought the house first, and okay. then we refinanced it, and then my name was on it. Gotcha. Yo, okay. there's a video that uh, you mentioned earlier uh, regarding Purple Hearts. Final beat. Yep. Let's let's play real quick because, like, yo, okay. I don't know about y'all, but this is sad and depressing, bro. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. this 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 is crazy. Before stuff. you watch this video, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you right now, please. That video has been su- suppressed because they don't want that out in the the general, you know, consciousness of the of the western world because it's the absolute truth mm. all right we're, 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 it ain't suppressing us we're gonna push that thing out there baby let's do it which one is it you got the no no the uh, purple hearts final beat no that one the one in the chat chris and uh right. take over what's it but yeah bro like man just hearing the story is, is bro I, I don't know what, what i would do mm-hmm. honestly kill my dog Bro. Yeah, that's crazy, bro. Somebody got to die, bro. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> <laughs> well, let, let's say that I was tempted for that to happen. And one of my good buddies, Darren, I went to his house and I'm sitting down. I'm like, I'm going over there right now with these two Mac 10, some fucking smoker ass fucker. Mm. He's like, Yeah, but you could do that. Well, why don't we have some Glenn Levitt first? <laughs> <laughs> so I literally drank down to like this much left in the bottle. I'm like, ah, I think I'm just going to sleep on the couch. <laughs> nice. The guy saved my fucking life. Yeah. He saved my fucking life and that's why i let him live in my house because he's for the most part he's immobile mm-hmm. very unhealthy and uh he'll probably be dead soon but you know yeah, what are you gonna do yeah you gotta, you he, gotta take he, care of the people that take care of you right? take care of me i'll take care of you yep right okay you're gonna play it yep what is, hold on static static <clears throat> okay i think we're give us ones in a chat the audio is good guys yeah Damn. No echo once. Check, guys. I remember the letter I got from my wife while I was in Iraq. She said she wasn't happy. Okay, we got ones in the chat. Fantastic. Good. Others came home to a hero's welcome. I came home to the echo of an empty house. I lived with my children for eight years. I raised them when my wife worked. Fair use. I fought for joint yeah. custody. I was called a murderer and an assassin in front of a judge. Why should I miss out on raising my children just because she isn't happy? I make $45,000 a year. She makes forty. After taxes, child support, child care, health care, I have 18000 a year left to live on. I followed the rules. I went to the so-called friend of the court for some relief. They just said, it's the law. When I got laid off from work, I went there again, four times, showed them the paperwork, and each time they told me I was in skilled trades and it should be easy for me to find a job. I guess they don't live in the real world. I had to pay the child support with my 401k. Ten years, I saved for my retirement. She got half, and the rest got spent. 
to keep me up in jail. Then the money ran out. She's not happy. So now I live in poverty. The court has no problem slapping me in jail when I can't pay my child support. But she hasn't let me see my kids for a year. And when I go in front of a judge six times, all she gets are warnings. She's not happy. So now I can't see my children. Because she's not happy. I'm a felon. Because she is not happy. Now I must go to prison. This shit is sad, bro. I hold you. I got called up to go to war for my country. I got sent 7,000 miles away to bring freedom to those oppressed. Now my country has stripped me of my children. Now my country has forced me into poverty and servitude. Now my country has turned me into a criminal. It has doomed me to prison. All because she was not happy. Yeah, you got, you got to be polite. People love you less when you cause or leave a mess. I don't deserve this. Powerful video, man. Um, and this happens every day, sadly. Well, the, uh, the number is 22 a day, but it's higher than that. They, you, listen, once you get out of the service, it's been like four or five years, you fall off the books. They're not tracking you. Mm. But if you do the math, 22 a day times 365 times 20, it's like 160,000, 160 people have committed suicide since 2002. Hell of them are, you know, service members or veterans. That's more people killed than Vietnam and Korea put together. Wow. Yeah, and no one really talks about this, you know. And not at all. No. You bring it up, and even if you go through the stats, you talk to people about it, and like, who hurt you? Yep. <laughs> yep. 
what the fuck does my feelings that I may or may not be having have any influence on the real world? Oh, that's right. There is none. Yeah. yeah. Because reality doesn't give a fuck about your feelings. Yep. Yeah. You're going to get Darwin if you live like that. Yep. But female feelings matter, though. Oh, fuck you know? them. Yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? And, <laughs> and they call you a murderer, but that to me is even worse because it's kind of like they're pushing that on you when you come back from war. Yeah, and the worst thing is that I was homeless, living out of my car for about six, seven months. Damn. I talked to a lot of guys who were homeless. A lot of them got fucking creamed into either with child support with a baby mama or, or in divorce. And then they just never recover. I mean, how the fuck are you supposed to live if they're paying you minimum wage and taking over half your money? Yeah. You, you can't. Yeah. It is fucking slavery. And the worst part is this. Say you you get married and she steps out on you and gets pregnant. Yeah. And then she fools you thinking it's yours for 24 months. You are now on the hook to pay for that kid until he's 18 or 21. That is fucking slavery. Yeah. Straight up. All right. fucked no, up. And nobody's talking about it. Nobody talks about that. It, it's absolute horseshit. Yeah. That just, uh, you know, the, the family court in general is just set up for you to lose as a guy. And um, luckily, you know, you were able to get out with, you know, your TSP, your um, your retirement, everything else like that. Um, but a lot of guys don't get that. Nope. A lot of guys lose lose their TSP. When I was working for the government myself, when I was an agent, I can't tell you how many guys I worked with that lost half their TSP to their wife or lost yeah. um, their pension to their wife or whatever else may be through yeah. a divorce. Yeah, it, it's not the juice isn't worth the squeeze. Yeah, it really isn't a lot of time, man. Getting married nowadays in today's day and age is just not. Uh, I'm telling you, stupid. Yeah, it's a bad move. Uh, Fresh, okay? <laughs> Fresh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't think my marriage, bro. Not because, like, <laughs> I mean, I, I got a lucky man. I could have been married for more years, and it could have been worse. Okay. But, but. For you to go to war and then go to war at home too, that's that's not fair, man. I mean, yeah, life isn't fair, up. but but yeah, it's, it's fucked up. Damn, bro. Um, so when we're gonna talk about guys, a few ways to navigate uh, divorce and uh, you know put yourself in a position where you won't get destroyed as much. You know, thankfully, uh, Pop went through us. So you guys don't have to as much. Uh, that bag there. Can you tell the people a little bit about that? All right. So when you go in the military. They issue two dog tags. One's on a long string. The other one's on a short string. Now, if the worst thing was to happen and you get zeroed out, they take the small dog tag. It goes up your chain of command. And they start the whole grim process of mortuary affairs. The second dog tag stays with the body. Goes all the way back to the States. Okay. These represent death. And what I've done over the past 10 years is every time somebody comes forward and leaves a comment, an email, or I talk to them in person, and they say, hey, I was in a dark place. Your comedy let me know that I'm not doing this alone. Other people have gone through this and lived, and you saved my life. And I, I, I kept track in the back of my head and when i got around 160 i'm like i think i'm onto something here <clears throat> and then i started talking about on every time i got somebody said hey you saved my life i had another number and we've been you know moving forward ever since because at the last cme that you were at mm -hmm. 
The number was 366. Now it's 434. Nice. Yep. You want to know what the four, 400 lives said? Now, just, you ever heard the saying, you can't buy any more time? Yeah. Okay. And for the most part, that's true. It's a lot of time here. Yeah. Just imagine all, all of that. I love you, daddies. All the, all the holidays. Some of these guys are going to do great things, write books. Who knows? I pulled them back from uh, the Grim Reaper. And, uh, you know, and it was an ex- it's an expensive price, but not paid money. And most people are unwilling to, to pay it. That's, that's fantastic, man. Very important. Mm. Very important stuff. Very powerful stuff. Yeah. Um, these are all the lives that he, Terrence Pop is saved right there, man. Give that man a Don DeMarco. And more, too, you know. And that's, uh, I think, you know, and th- this is why I wanted to do this episode uh, so bad and why I think it's so important for guys to be able to um, to understand that, yo, you're not alone in this, man. There are guys out there that are going through what you're going through. And if you're thinking like, oh, my God, this sucks and I need to end things or whatever it may be, it's like you got to keep going, man. You, and, you got to keep And you don't going. have to learn doing it yourself. You can learn by example. And just seeing that video, hearing your story, man, if you're out there, you thinking about getting married and you're in the Army, I mean, think twice because – even if even if you are in an army, yeah, three times because bro, your fate could be sealed at, at that point. Yeah. Well, man. the thing is, is we lived the divorce laws were basically put in place in the late eighteen hundreds, late 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 eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds. Yeah. So when men get called in a divorce court, they are quite literally going to war with civil war weaponry, and yeah. all of the laws have been modernized. The feminists and women get to use them. So quite literally, you're marching out a, you know, 1860 army to go against a modern army. It's a fucking slaughter. Muskets against M4s. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's going on here? You know, and, and and we said that, oh, even in the dating marketplace, too, it's the same thing. Like, guys are going into a fight with a butter knife and girls have rocket launchers and bazookas nowadays when it comes to dating. And marriage, it's, yeah, I, I agree. It's a pronounced disadvantage for you. As a man, there's no and upside. There's there's really none. I can't think of one advantage to getting married as a man in 2022. And I know ooh, tax benefits, bro. That money you save from <laughs> taxes, you will you will save that from the, the divorce proceedings alone are going to eat that up. Whatever you would have saved on taxes filing jointly. We didn't even mention emotional damage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. None of that. You know what I'm saying? So, so, um, so yeah. what, what what advice would you give to? I guess we could kind of go through some of the things that guys can do to kind of set themselves up. Uh, to get a little bit of a more, uh, how do I say this, fighting chance in the divorce courts? Well, I mean, I'm in this to, like, like secondclasscitizen.org is a 501c. Yeah. Now, you saw the video. That one was made in, like, 2007, 2008-ish. Mm-hmm. I made a couple more after that. Very depressing because it just sucks. And you and I both know if stuff is super negative, people just shut down. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll listen to it for a little while and you can watch you could watch their brain power down. Mm-hmm. And I just couldn't, I could not live in that world any longer. So I did, a, I did the SF thing. I, I looked at the battlefield and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to have to 180 this thing. Mm-hmm. I went from being in the negative to the positive, mm-hmm. which Com- is the comedy. comedy. Yep. <clears throat> and uh, listen, uh, one day I would like to do stand up comedy, but I can't get any stage time. I'm a, 
because I'm a conservative right now. And you walk in there and you put your name on the list and they never call you. So mm-hmm. Well, it's just fine. I'll say this. You got a stage here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a stage here. <laughs> you got man. an audience here, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure yeah. they would. Uh... You got 3,000 plus people in here. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I got to get that put together, though. But uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I've got over 10 years of, of material. Mm-hmm. Like, like, there's a comedy video, Challenge Accepted. It's on my YouTube channel where I mathematically prove it's possible mm-hmm. for a woman to get 500 miles of dick run through in her lifetime. <laughs> believe that let's see and then there's uh, five, 500 miles of mr right which was right before challenge accepted fun with numbers one and two i talked about the dating market mm-hmm. uh, system surfers i put together a video where i actually went through all 50 states looked at what was given by the state law and what's given by federal law mm-hmm. and i just figured out what the cash value of all the shit they get for having a vagina it's pretty much close to seventy to eighty, between seventy and eighty thousand dollars. Really? Yes. Holy shit! Section eight, Wick. I mean, Section eight. That's they're gonna pay your rent for you, and rent's like fifteen hundred. Yeah. If you have kids and stuff, you gotta have two bedroom or three bedroom house. You know, and then you got Wick welfare. I mean, it's insane. They get subsidized daycare, subsidized yep. education. And the list goes on and on because of and and why they rate this vagina. Yeah, I'm sorry, that's fucked up. Yeah, I mean I've I've said it before that um, <laughs> women enjoy more rights and more privileges rights. than men do for sure. You know, yep. for all these women that try to say they're oppressed, we did a whole episode with Rolo Tomasi on this on the female of uh, the, uh, the illusion. illusion or myth of female oppression. oppression. Uh, and I would argue women have more rights and uh, privileges nowadays than ever before and more than men. I mean, women don't have to enroll in selective service, yet yeah. they enjoy all the same benefits that men do and <laughs> rights. Not, there's not one right that men have that women don't. However, there's plenty of rights that women have that men do not. Correct. Yeah. You know, and a big one is, you know, reproductive, insurity, rights. reproductive rights, insurance of paternity, et cetera. Men don't get these things. I mean, hell, in some places like in France, it's a crime to even try to get uh, a paternity test. Yeah. There's ways around it. Like if I was in France, and I, you know, I got caught up in that crap, there would be a DNA test. Of course, I green beret that shit. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's illegal. Yeah, okay. That's Find a way. You have the kid swab its cheek. Yeah, swab exactly. your cheek. Throw it in an envelope. Goes overseas to get tested. Mm-hmm. Comes back. You could do the whole thing through a Dropbox. Yeah, facts. You know, fuck it. Or, or they can email you the results. Yeah. So you have to mail it one way. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, any any chats real quick, Chris? No. All right, guys, do well, a quick favor. I like, has one. We have like to... the goddamn video right now. We have one here. Yep. We got 3,200 plus y'all in here right now, man. And this is a very important video. Share this Yo, with a friend that might go, be in a dark go place. Go follow Terrence Pop as well, man, on his channel. Uh, Mega Mortis, support these brothers. This show today is one of the most powerful FNF shows ever. Real men keep the world moving. We need child support reform because if the enemy outside doesn't get you, the enemy that was in your house will. Appreciate that so much. Uh, Absolutely correct. Well said. Um, it's and like a tro- children horse, bro. Got, like, really you, you don't see it coming. It really is. Thank you oh, so you much, love her. Morris. She loves you. But and she then... loves me. She's yeah. different. <laughs> yeah. She's yeah. good people. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, they fall into the into the, the, the trap. No. It, it... Um, so what, what so what do you suggest um as far as like so let's say someone kind of is in a position like you are where they think they suspect that their wife is cheating. Um, you know, whether they maybe had some uh some combat service or they're coming back from another type of deployment or whatever it is what what should they what, well, what would the you first advise? thing you do is you need to be able to chain the beast okay because a lot of guys get 
royally pissed, start throwing knuckles, pick up weapons and shit. Okay. Now, don't get me wrong. Underrated tip. No, that's so that's so true. <laughs> Number one, check your emotion at the door. That's right. And don't act with uh, violence. That's correct. That's so and true. This is a war. You can't, like I talk about this in my book, The Warrior's Way, Soldier's Soul. If you operate in an angry mindset, you will only be able to think in two dimensions. If you operate under hate, one dimension. Mm -hmm. So the calm mind will outmaneuver you every fucking time. Mm -hmm. mm. Okay. Now, I'm not saying those emotions aren't useful. They are. They exist for a reason. Mm -hmm. But in today's day and age, you got to lock that shit up. Yeah. Use it as fuel versus using it to actually direct Correct. your actions. Yeah, use it for fuel, not the computer. Bam. I like it. Yeah. Um, so number one, control the animal. Two, What's the next thing they need to do? Get as much evidence as you can. Bam. Mm. All right. You get, you get as much evidence as you can. Next thing, separate your accounts. If you have a joint account, go to the bank, take the money out, put it under your name, or just take it to another fucking bank. Okay. Because sometimes if you're at the same bank, you open another account, and the wife's, well, I should be on it. They're like, oh, yes, Mrs. Fuck you in the ass. Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. You go to another bank. They're like, I don't fucking know you. Suck yeah. a dick. Yeah. Got a court order. Fuck off. Yeah. Um. So, and obviously, they need we, to do this surreptitiously. They need to do this secretly, yes, right? Start planning it out. Yeah. Is if you have a joint account and she takes all the money, you can't. That is your supply for the war. Yeah. You, you, this is a, this is a fucking war, and you need to have beans, bullets, and equipment. Yeah. Yeah. That's money. Do and and I want to say this real quick too because you mentioned that this is a war, and I think this is something that guys need to understand. You know, if you're listening to this podcast, um, women are going to sit there and tell you, "Be the bigger man, be a man, etc." That is fucking that that's that's chameleon talk. Yes. What, what that really is is a translation. I want you to forfeit your leverage against me so that I can win this war against you. Correct. And I want you to and I'm gonna try to shame you and emasculate you to feel that way. Guys, don't fall for it. Yeah. So the yeah. blame and shame game is actually wearing out. Yeah. Most guys don't are fall like, oh, for yeah, it. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And think Nine about out it. of ten times when they say be a man or or man up or some shit, it's something that it, it puts you at a disadvantage while simultaneously putting them at an advantage. Yeah. Don't fall for it, guys. They won't attack you with fists and kicks. They'll attack you with persuasion. And without persuasion, hey, you know what? She's not bad. I'll take my my force and my anger out of this and make it very logical. Versus, nope. nah, you got to go all the way in, like you said earlier. All in, yeah. Because yeah. without listen, beating her ass, guys, yeah. don't do that shit. It's so skewed against a man. That uh, you you got to go all in. You got to fight dirty. You might even have to do it outside of court. Yeah, and that's like I have a a course coming out. It starts. Uh, it's out on Memorial Day for five days. Mm -hmm. It's it's called Administrative Violence, Divorce, and Custody Edition. And I teach men in that course how to actually sick the bureaucracy against your your ex wife or whatever. Yeah. And I've been giving guys advice on this for over a decade. Yeah. Damn. It works. Bam. Uh, so step. Uh, okay. So go to the bank or get your money out. Yep. Take it out that joint account. Your money at least. And right? then if she's cheating on you, uh, and this is going to be hard. And you might, if you have the cash, get a, get a private eye to follow around, record it, get all the evidence. Mm -hmm. Right. Because you're going to need that. And a lot of times they're like, well, my wife is cheating on you. Do you have any pictures? Mm -hmm. No. Then. Well, 
And is that going to be useful for? That's going to be important some for states. The, I'm okay. not a lawyer. I'm not giving you legal advice. I'm of just course. saying you, you you have you start building the evidence. Yeah. Oh, well, adultery and, is illegal in some states, so it might, and, I, adultery is illegal in some yes, states, so it, it might be to your benefit. And, and add another one. So in the modern world, you know, there's something called social media. So you may not have a PI per se, but her friend might be a PI for you. Yes. So her yeah. friend will post. Oh, where the girls I know. I'm going with the girls. Yep. Look at her friend's Instagram page. Boom. 4K. Got you. Yep. Fair enough. So, okay. So contain the beast. Pull the money out the, your your joint account. Get the uh, evidence. Get evidence. Evidence. Gather evidence. Yep. And then you need to set up a place where you're gonna go. Okay. Mm. That's very important. A lot of like I was I was fucking homeless. Yeah. I that was a mistake you made, I guess. That yeah. People yeah. can learn from. Yeah. Is, I mean, uh, I mean, I've, I've been doing this for a while. I mean, I made a comedy video deploy uh, deploy a hoy, and that was for other servicemen. Who get the oh shit I'm getting deployed, How, the steps you could take to deploy, come back with all your goddamn money, because mm. I have dozens of of soldiers come back, bank accounts empty, house is empty, nobody knows shit. I call it the tumbleweed effect. Mm. You come home to nothing. Mm. You don't want to be that guy. Okay, right. Um, so uh, so find somewhere to go. Now, where, where sh- how should they go about finding this place? Uh. To go. Friends, family, friends, family, you know, something like that. If you know it's going down and you pull the money out, maybe you can get an apartment. Okay. And okay. if you have kids, you might have to stay there because if you leave, they call it abandonment, whatever. And another thing, if you have kids, <clears throat> it will behoove you to mm-hmm. know, to learn or teach yourself the details about your kids, the doctor's name, what shots they have, what school they go to, where they get dropped off at daycare, what did they eat during daycare? Because they'll ask you those questions. Oh, because if you don't know them, like, well, he's not involved in his his children's lives, then why does he want all this extra time? And oh, you need to have that. You're like, hey, what are you talking about? I dropped my kids off at school. There's some pictures of them. You know, keep keep a journal of all the craziness that goes on. Because you know, once this cheating starts, women turn on the crazy switch it goes from eight to ten okay so if they're like super crazy and they're already at a 10 and they start cheating expect to get the burning oil poured on you while you're asleep someone said the woman you marry is not a woman that you divorce that's fairly accurate actually yeah makes sense yeah. Um, and also, guys, keep receipts of everything you spend on your child as well yes oh keep, shit keep those receipts mm. you uh, gotta build you gotta build the record yeah so um Okay, so this is some good uh, good actionable advice right now. And then how should they go? And they should be gathering all this stuff up, obviously, in secret, right? So their wife yeah. or whatever doesn't know. And here's another thing. If you have <clears throat> anything in the house that's with sentimental value, yeah. uh-huh. make it go away. If you have a gun collection, sell it to a buddy for a dollar. Okay. Okay, and then here's another one. I, AA. So that you can get out the house without issues, right? Yes. Okay. And here's another thing. Um, like if you know shit's going on and you want to really get sneaky about it, uh-huh. join Alcohol Anonymous, Drugs Anonymous, and Gamblers Anonymous. Mm-hmm. And then before you file for divorce, all the money comes out of your accounts, go somewhere else, go to the casino, have a steak, maybe play a slot a little bit, and then leave. And then you get in front of the judge and they're like, where's all that money? And you're like, Your Honor, I'm totally ashamed. Uh, <laughs> I go to Gamblers Anonymous. And uh, I, was, I was stressed out and I gambled the money away. I'm sorry. And they're like, oh, because be, before you file for divorce, 
it's still all marital assets and it gets kind of dicey. Yeah. You know, Fair enough. that one is like, if you don't have kids, then that one is a good strategy. If you have kids, that'll work against you. Yeah. That'll hurt well, you. Yeah. Cause then they'll be like, Oh, he's a gambling he's a addict. Gam- he's a drinking druggy gambler and he's self-admitted. No yeah. kids for you. Yeah. No Damn. kids for you. So yeah, you got to use that one at your own <laughs> peril right there. Um, and anything else you would tell the guys as far as like, oh, they got to file first, first probably, I'm assuming? If you can file first, yes. Yeah. But as we know, 80% of all divorces are filed by women, and most of the time the men are caught by surprise. Yeah. 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 And when you look at the official stat for custody, yeah, 85% of the time it goes to the woman. Yeah. Now, when I was going through my divorce, and shortly thereafter, I went to a bunch, because I really wasn't working at the time because I was homeless. Mm-hmm. I sat in the courtroom, and I literally kept track oh you looked at like other people's cases yes. and i and i had a buddy of mine who is an it guy for a law firm so i got to come in there and use lex lexus nexus for free oh shit so you can look at all the other the court um uh, filings or yeah you. and of that 15 percent where the man gets custody seven percent of the time it's because the mother didn't fucking show up Wow. So it's 93.7 if you back that out. Yeah. Like, w- w- at what point are we going to say it's unfair? Yeah. I mean, it should be fair, like unfair at, at fifth, uh, 49.51. Yeah. But now we're at 97 or 93.7. Like, w- what more do you fucking need? So ha- so literally the 15%, half of that is because she just didn't show up. She said, fuck it. Yeah. Have well, the kids, buddy. Because well, some women get hooked up in dope or whatever. Yeah. They got mesmerized by another anaconda. Who knows what happened? <laughs> <laughs> wow, man. Um, Shit. Okay, so those are some steps right there. So filing first. And, I, and I've always added the other thing, too, is that, you know, meet with a family lawyer in your area and strategize this shit together. Like you and your family attorney. You can't go wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? Like do a consultation, do all the things you mentioned as well as consulting with an attorney in your area. Yeah. And get ahead of it, man. You want to be the one to file first. You Because this is like you said, it's a war. So. Yeah. And listen, once it starts, you got to be able to turn off the heartstrings. Yeah. Because now you're not you're not fighting for yourself anymore. You're fighting for yourself and your kids. Yeah. Because uh, statistically speaking, children that grow up with a single mother are fucking train wrecks. That's a fact. Yeah. That's a fact. Prisons, nut houses, graveyards, packed with the results of single mothers. Yep. Alcohol anonymous places, uh, dr- drug addicts, etc. All products of single motherhood. Where versus, um, I think Rolo on book four talked about this. Single fathers do far better than single mothers. Yeah. So for your children, guys, you got to try to fight to win custody of the children because you're probably going to do a better job than your fucking wife. Real talk. Well, the like, thing statistically is, speaking. Like women nurture and they raise until you get about 10 or 11. And then at that point, if you have a man in the picture, he takes over and actually mentors that child how to survive in the real world. Yeah. Okay. And listen, there's a bunch of information out there that's important that's not really written anywhere where they're going to find it. Like, for instance, if you're raising a boy. You know, you know, as soon as you get around 10, you walk in the house, you're like, hey, when I'm not here, you're a man of the house. So when you when I'm coming home, you be here, look me in the eye and tell me how the house went. And shake my hand. Right. All right. You know, how, how to not disrespect other dudes. Yeah. How to not be a bitch, how to deal with pain, how to fix stuff. 
Okay, because Murphy's going to show up all the time and put his dick right in your ass. Yep, Murphy's Law. Yeah. And you got it like, I have the tools, I can fix it. I've always said it, your your father teaches you that there's consequences to poor decisions. Yes. You know, your mother coddles you from them, your father teaches you that they're there, and he reinforces it. And luckily, if your dad can step in, your dad really is like the the defense between you and the state. Because if you fuck up, right, good dads keep daughters offshore, pull sons out of jail. Mm-hmm. If you fuck up, he's able to slap you until you don't fucking do that shit again. Yeah. But if he doesn't slap you, the cops are going to come and slap cuffs on you, and then boom, now you got or a felony record or kill you. Yeah. You know, so um, for the guys out there that are, like, thinking, like, man, do I really need to do all this and everything else? Do I really need to be the – get a fight for sole custody of the kids or get primary custody? Yes, you fucking do. Because That's- statistically speaking, you are a better parent than the mother is. Yeah. Or at a minimum 50 50. Yeah. Like, like I had one guy, I had advised him on this particular, this is a tr- real situation. This was about five, no, eight years ago, eight, nine years back. She files for a divorce, mm-hmm. catches him by surprise, got all the nasty verbiage in there. He gets to hit with supervised vegetation. Oh, I guess God. we need to get to the bottom of these accusations. So these are accusations, but they're punishing you. Yeah. All right. Unfounded, of course. Yeah, so he is lividly pissed. His attorney is is at a loss. They try to do a change of venue. They get no luck. So I'm like, okay. So I, I, I talk him through the whole thing. I'm like, well, tell me about your soon-to-be ex-wife. What is, does she go out to the bar? What does she do? She's like, yeah, she goes out to the bar once or twice a week. I'm like, good. Follow her or have your buddy follow her. As soon as she comes out of that bar, gets in her car and starts driving, call in for a DWI and make it sound good. <laughs> use, a, use a burner phone say i listen uh um i'm driving down you know i9 and off you know you're banging at lanes the this car pulls out you give them the description of the car the license plate like they almost sideswipe me they are fucking drunker than a skunk pull them over for they kill somebody Woo! they will get pulled over and they will get a breathalyzer oh shit and the, if you if you have two beers you're you're you're, and, you're blowing a point away you're going to jail bro. you're going to jail 100 that, that's how low this the bar is now point away in the united states for those that are watching guys yeah, so this guy's wife liked to drink yep all right because he'd been married to her for you know seven years or something like that yeah dwi <laughs> then gotcha, bitch. he used you know my three by three rule which i cover in my course on how to get the cps to do an investigation mm-hmm. so then he does what he does he finds out that, yes, CPS is an open investigation because you can call them and ask them and they'll be like, oh, we can't make a comment because that investigation is still open. Boom. Emergency motion with the judge, ex-wife DWI in the middle of a CPS investigation. Why the fuck do I have supervised visitations? Damn, son. Where'd you find this? Some There's gems some right there, man. gems for y'all right there, man. And it went and he got 50-50. Bam. He didn't get primary, but he got 50-50. It's good enough. That's good. Yep. And, Fuck. And, and there's other steps you could do. You Like, for instance, we had I had one guy whose ex-wife was uh, an accountant, and she made a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And she was crushing him in court because she had way more supplies. Well, this is war. You cut off the supply line. I fucking told him how to get her ass fired. And that's exactly what he did. Got her ass fired. She was out of work for like five months. And he's... Doing the, the CPS investigation. She didn't drink or we would have got her DWI. <laughs> and, and, but the thing is, what the fuck? Like he's filing motion after motion after motion. And and her money that she's in the bank is going down because she's paying an attorney to keep up. Yeah. She can't work. It's a lot of pressure. And he wound up 
when the divorce was final, he got a good he got a good outcome. Yeah. So ultimately, you're telling guys to prepare ahead of time. Don't fall in the trap of her doing it first. So you're a step ahead of the game to yep. win the war. Okay. Yeah. I got you. And then, and then if once the divorce is filed, wh- whoever does it, uh, there's a lot of dirty tricks that I have in my course to help people fucking destroy people. Hey, it's an unfair game, so you got to play dirty. And, and let me yeah. say this, too, before people say, oh, my God, this is unethical. This is so fucked up. You guys got to understand that I've seen women go ahead and meet with a divorce attorney the day before they get married. Yeah. I've seen it where women strategize on how long they have to stay with the guy to be able to get alimony, to get child support, whatever it may be. Women talk about this shit. They strategize. Why do you guys think they push so fucking hard for marriage? The reason why they push so hard for marriage is they know I got you. I can go ahead and fucking start to destroy you from a financial standpoint. Yep. You have some on this? And right? that's why they marry simps. Yep. Facts. Because mm-hmm. they know they're not going to defend themselves. Well, yeah, some I've had a couple women uh, or a couple guys who are a little on the simpy side and they were going through this crazy fucking nut roll. And like what most of them are soldiers. So I, I hear what's going on and I'm like, okay, all right, come in my office. I want to hear what's going on. It's like, well, you know, I'm getting divorced and I could tell he's like in a really bad place. I'm yeah. just going to let her have everything. I don't care anymore. I'm like, oh, no, you're not. <laughs> this is what we're going to do. Right. We're going to get you unfucked. And I do everything in my power to help the guy out. That's fire. And yeah. when does the course drop? It it drops uh, on Memorial Day. It'll be up for five days, five days only. Mm. And then uh, we're going to probably uh, take orders after that or during that time. Um, if you want to download it, you know, we have manopay. I think it's manopay.net. The, we'll get you the link. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, you can watch it there or you can get it on a thumb drive. We'll just mail this is important you. stuff, man. This this might keep guys from, you know, I'm trying to keep people. And... I want to add to my list. Yeah. I don't, I'm tired. The system we have kills people. Yeah, no, yeah. it really does. And and uh, I mean, imagine if you hadn't given that guy just that little tip with the DW. I know. And again, I know this sounds terrible, but guys, it's true. This is the, women don't play fair, you know. And no, uh, when it comes to, especially when it comes to divorce or whatever, they're trying to destroy you most of the time. They're trying to take your money. They're trying to take your children. They're trying to take your sanity. And quite frankly, if you take your life, they look at it like, oh, okay, Too cool. Bad. And, and no look, competition we, now. We but, mentioned women don't have empathy. So imagine when she's against you, how much ferocity and I think they have. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. They'll call you terrible names. Hell, you guys saw it here. That dumb bitch tried to say, oh, I, she tried to like me too, Myron. And guess what? We had all the receipts. We showed you guys. But this is what women are capable of. And this is just some dumb bimbo, 19 years old, trying to get some clout. Could you imagine if you marry this woman and you have assets with her, you have children with her, whatever? They're vindictive creatures, man. Damn. Go ahead. Nope. You, you're going to say something? I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, so uh, I got one last question. Okay. Because um, Pop's got to get going here, guys, in a second. Um. For someone that's in a dark place right now, that's thinking of hurting themselves or putting a gun to her mouth or whatever it may be, what would you advise that person to do? Well, I mean, in the past, I've actually sent my videos to them directly. Mm-hmm. So they can, like, you know, once they start laughing, if you can laugh at something, you can resist it. You can beat it. And ultimately, you can destroy it. Mm-hmm. Mm. So you get them laughing. Give them the resources, and you might have to give them a kick in the ass to, to get everything rolling. Because a lot of men just quit. They give up. Because think about it. You don't have an attorney. You don't have any money. You've just been taken, kicked out of your goddamn house. You are nothing. And you're getting creamed in court. 
child support, alimony, you know, daycare, you know, medical care. I mean, they're taking over, you know, half of people's checks on the on the on the regular. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And you get in this dark ass place. You're like, what the fuck? How can how how can I resist this? Well, I'm going to show you how, and it's unfair. And in the course, you can go after judges and attorneys. Oh damn! Legally, mm-hmm. we're because you know, we're not using bullets and, and hand grenades and, and rifles. We're using nothing but words, a little guile, and some tricks to supercharge the system. Bye. Yeah, my friends. And Terrence, where can I find your brother? Well, I'm on uh, redonkulous.com. That's my website. I have a, a YouTube channel. Uh, was it redonkulous.com? If you go to YouTube and search for it, link is below. Yeah, or you search, you know, my name, Terrence Bob. It'll come up. Um, I have got several books out. Uh, I do a. Uh, it's a novel called The Jericho Files. It's about a man who uh, has psychic powers who hunts and kills serial killers. Bam. Yeah. So, uh, guys, make sure to uh, you know subscribe to his YouTube channel, yep. like this video, okay? Share this video with a friend that might be in a dark place right now. And if you need the help, get us course, man, because yeah. that's very helpful, man. It's going to come up more than gave with the with the WI and rest. We'll probably powerful. we'll probably jump on and uh, help Terrence with it because I think yeah. more guys need to get their uh, get their hands on this stuff. And sorry, yeah. Terrence, uh, there's a, a a quick video you had to show. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, show the uh, the yeah. commercials. Let's play it. Show right. yeah, in a second. Thank you so much. No problem. Of course, man. Yeah, guys, go subscribe to his YouTube channel, man, because uh, content like this gets suppressed a lot, and he's been a victim of the suppression. Yeah. So make sure you guys go check him out on Redonkulous. stuff. His YouTube channel is tagged in the in the title, and it's also in the description, and his uh, non-for-profit is in there as well, guys. So support him. Are right, we going to play this bad boy? Sure. One second. If someone just subbed to the channel, that's awesome. Yep. All right. Did you know that 85% of custody cases in the United States automatically award child support, I mean, custody to the woman? And of the remaining 15%, half are uncontested. So as a man, you have 7.5% chance of seeing your kids more than four times a month. How do you like those odds? That's right, I didn't think you would. I'm Terrence Pop, an Army vet evil genius and non-custodial parent. And sadly, I have navigated this system myself. Now I want you gentlemen to benefit from my wisdom and suffering. (laughs) Introducing administrative (laughs) violence, divorce and custody edition. I will teach you how to make bureaucracy your breeding dog. And I will teach you how to win the long game without taking the L along the way. Administrative Violence has over four hours of exclusive content. Tutorials, shopping lists, interviews, oh, and a workbook. Part of the uh, tradecraft classes and courses I did, where they tell you how to build the clean room and how to clean up after the clean room and how to get rid of DNA. All of this wisdom can be yours for 200 bucks. But if you are a supporter of this show, we're going to send you a coupon code so you can save some cash. This course will be hosted exclusively on manopay.net. And it's going to sell for five days only starting on Memorial Day. (laughs) So mark your calendars and get ready to pick one hell of a fight. (laughs) Lovely. Nice, man. So go check them out, guys. Um, that'll be out here in a bit. Uh, last chats here. I think we got um, 
20 bucks from bucket uh where is it oh chris bucket pop thank you for your service and everything you've done to support divorced men absolutely uh oh gucci uh thank you for your service mr terrence i was uh uh 11 b oef 13 through 14 okay thank you so much bro uh nm with all this war prep just to deal with the divorce does pop think it's even worth being married if not what do we do hookers and blow he said don't get married but a lot of you guys are not going to listen and get married anyway so uh, that's this is how you prepare yourself (laughs) uh derpington uh when you pay child support pay it through the proper channel do not pay it in cash to her or as a check to her they'll count it as a gift to her and not as child support then you'll be on the hook for thousands of additional money god well damn said, well Thank said. You. good tip right there yeah. and then you all are giving good information we got you man and go subscribe to the youtube channel for even more of this info man uh Pop, thank you for coming, man. That no was problem. awesome. Thank you for having Dude, me. Dude, no, thank you for coming on the Powerful show. Powerful message, man. Powerful yeah. message. And uh, we'll catch you guys back here. Minister Jabs in the house. We're going to do a uh, back-to-back here in a second, man. Let's thank go. you guys so much for tuning in. Peace. Peace.